everybody, and welcome to the Sports. 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 Podcast. This is Joel Anderson. This is Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as this always, is Phil Ranta. What happened? You, you interrupted <laughs> the... Oh, my God. How many oh, times? Yeah. It's I'm Joel Anderson. I'm, I'm Jordan Pomaville. What is this is? I, yeah, no. This I, is episode I, I was 288, and he's never done this is. I can't... This... How is... I feel like I have done this is before. No, no, and you no. Your catchphrase is, hey throat. there, everybody, and welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining me as always is the sports outsider Phil Randa. Hey there, everybody! Welcome to another sports. I just feel like we had like this amazing rhythm. I am Joel Anderson. Ah, uh, 2018 is gonna suck. <laughs> maybe, maybe we just do this. Is it's one of those things you know when like the the bottle doesn't break when they do a new ship. Oh yeah. If you can't get your intro right on your first Guys, podcast of 2018, it's just bad luck it the whole year. We're done. <laughs> I think the podcast just ended with that one. Okay, slip. they're both they're both two words. All yeah. right, they're a similar number of letters. Did I, you realize how thrown off me and Jordan were when you I, did that? Though? I copied you. I was yeah. so on tilt. I didn't I know didn't, what to do. I didn't. I mean, I sort of picked up that you were thrown off. I couldn't figure out why because I, <laughs> I'm okay, honestly okay. baffled that this is this important to you guys. New listeners, that's not the way we generally do the intro. This is a sports podcast. I'm the sports outsider. I'm Phil. And then there the other two here, Jordan and Joel, know a lot about sports. We're all comedians living in Los Angeles. And we're all back in Los Angeles from uh, going home over uh, Christmas. Yeah. And and did you guys watch any football or sports over the holidays? Phil, did you manage to sneak in any games? There was lots of football going on around me. <laughs> I was surrounded in this stench of football. Uh, were people putting on the TV and kind yeah, of zoning out? Being like, hey, how about this? How about Grundy McGunder sitting there kicking his ball? They're, they all wanted to engage me on it, and I'm just like, guys. Well, you sound, you sound like someone who can't even do an impression of football. Right. right. <laughs> I want to read the book written by Phil about understanding football called Grundy McGruder sitting there kicking his ball. Phil Ritt's oh, yeah. guide to football. <laughs> I'll write it if you'll buy it. Uh, well, Phil, you missed out on the Big Ten absolutely handing everyone else their asses. That's good. That's yeah. the University of Michigan the Big Ten. domination. That is true. They haven't played yet. And as I this mentioned, being recorded on New Year's Eve, we should say. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We have a real chance here at a dream that I've had since childhood, which is the Big Ten Bowl season being wins for everybody but Michigan. That's never <laughs> happened before. I've always dreamed of it. Uh, I don't think this is Joel as close as we've ever got. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We're not going to get into that now. No. But, <laughs> But yeah, no, I don't think it's going to happen. Jordan I think the Big differently. Ten is going to go eight and zero. No, I'm pretty sure they will. Yeah, I think the Big Ten is going to go eight and zero. It's going to be a big season, and it maybe because the Big Ten didn't make the playoff. Oh yeah, the matchups were like that much better because I was looking at every yeah. game, and it was like I think every team in the Big Ten played the best team that they could possibly beat. If that oh, makes yeah. sense, uh, could be. Yeah, I will say this though. I think the the playoff selection committee made a huge mistake by not including Ohio State. I kind of think so. Yeah, here's the message they send. Don't schedule Oklahoma. You know, that if yeah. they if they had scheduled Mercer instead of Oklahoma and been a one-loss team that beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten title game, nobody would have cared how bad the loss to Iowa was. So it was it's really loud and clear, everybody out there, don't schedule challenging, interesting matchups before your conference schedule. Yeah, mom. Because you'll get screwed. <laughs> Ugh. LeBron yes. James update, watch update. LeBron James update, watch update. Brought to you by all the things that LeBron James sponsors. 2018. LeBron James turns 33. Semicolon. Entire planet celebrates in different ways. Ooh, Aww. like the Coca-Cola commercials where they all hold hands and sing. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, LeBron James spent his 33rd birthday the only way he could. Playing a road game against the Utah Jazz. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> it's actually a place where his teams have lost their past six games. Ooh. 
He's he's 0-6 in his last six games at Utah? At Utah. I need a win here. I suck here, James said before the Cavs game. And then, in case anyone actually went to look at the stats, King James clarified, quote, I personally don't suck, but my team sucks when we come here. We cannot win a game, so hopefully we can change that. There we go. Ooh, I, I like how LeBron, as he's getting older, is less and less buying into the, I need to say the right things, and really just owning he's up to what everyone more, yeah. already knows, which is just sort of like, yeah, it's, I'm great. Yeah, he's yeah. a little more refreshingly, like not mean, yeah. but just refreshingly candid, yeah, I would say, like, in his remarks. There's only so much false modesty I think we could all take. And at this point, it's like it's pointless to keep saying that, LeBron. Just just own it. You're, you're better than everyone. Well, history repeated itself again. The Utah Jazz beat the Cleveland Cavaliers oh, no. 104-101 on LeBron's birthday. He scored 29 points with six assists. Pretty and, good. And yeah. after the, after <laughs> he, the game, like he was great. rather predictably, LeBron was asked a dumb question by a lazy journalist about his troubles against the Utah Jazz in any way being something he'll be remembered for. <laughs> so this is how LeBron James responded. Uh, quote, I don't think at the end of my career people are going to say, oh, you know, LeBron did some great things, but he lost eight in a row versus the Jazz, <laughs> James said incredulously. Quote, nah, it is what it is. No one is going to remember that. I don't think so. No. That, that's they like, will in Utah. I think it's going to be real. That, that might be my favorite sports-related quote of 2017. <laughs> what a dumb question. What a sarcastic answer. What a shot at the Utah Jazz. Just sort of worked in there. Like, oh, I don't think anybody cares about your franchise. No, Not in no. the grand scheme of things. All right, now here's my Bill Simmons impression. All right. Unlike Molly Ringwald, nobody <laughs> forgot LeBron's birthday. <laughs> But I know the Molly Ringwald reference. Yeah. Uh, there was birthday cake in the cubbyhole above his locker to enjoy and a couple more hours after the game to celebrate uh, turning a 33. Throughout the game, the good people of Salt Lake City held signs celebrating LeBron's birthday, and the Jazz fans even sang him happy birthday. Wow. wow. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Utah's too nice. <laughs> well, they're all, I think, <laughs> it's very sweet. It's very and sweet. And I would think it that is, if you were but... going to that game, you're kind of there to see LeBron, aren't you? Well, yeah. Like, I you root so. for your team, but you're also there to see it's the a big draw. star. Yeah, yeah. You, you're going to see him play the Cavs because LeBron. Right, yeah. right. Uh, but uh, see, in comparison to how Shanghai celebrated, this was rather muted. Mm. 6,500 miles away in Shanghai, fans of James put on a light show in a public square to honor the Cavalier star with images of him as a child as well as his career projected on a basketball net-shaped structure with messages like, love you forever and not the next, the first displayed along with the images as Mariah Carey's hero played in the background. That's oh, wow. epic. Holy I, crap. I found this on Twitter and watched it. It looks like it's like an Olympic uh, opening ceremony. Is it like a North Korean <laughs> missile ceremony? No. Are, they, are they hoping LeBron's next contract, he's going to move to the Chinese It was like league? this huge thing. It was like, like I said, like this huge public art sculpture that they had projected on it, like these perfect video images of like LeBron dunking. LeBron is like a teenager. And then like, love you forever. And like I said, and heroes playing the whole yeah, time. Boy. I just don't get China. I love LeBron. <laughs> it's a lot that I don't understand. Also, worth noting, though, LeBron, no wins in Shanghai either. No. Meanwhile, though, the local ABC affiliate reported that the city of Cleveland celebrated King James's birthday by showing a Kodak, Collide, uh, Kodak carousel slideshow on the port side of a freight barge. Wow. Yeah. That's as classy as it gets in yeah. a while. Hey, Cleveland... Step it up. Yeah. What the fuck? You got outdone by Shanghai. Right. As, as The barge also traversed a river that managed to burn but not consume bodies that entered it. <laughs> Elsewhere, a punk band composed exclusively of Drew Carey lookalikes played a cover of the Beatles' birthday in the saddest bar you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's 
Something. In fairness, I've never been in a Cleveland bar that wasn't the saddest bar I could imagine. Yeah, each time you step into one, you're like, oh, I hadn't imagined this before. You're like, that guy's never left that This is seat. even sadder than the last one. <laughs> LeBron James update, watch update. LeBron James update, watch update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsored. Hey, LeBron! <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Oh, we got another one. Uh Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you. Manziel's put your man boobs in Manziel today. And... Cheetos. Get the Cheeto Fritos. Hey, I'm just a Cheeto. (laughs) I used to be Joe Campbell, and then I rebranded myself. It also kills you. Cheetos! (laughs) Which is less healthy? (laughs) Cheetos! Or camel cigarettes. Hard to say. The answer at 11. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Johnny Manziel, one step closer to being Johnny Maple Leaf. Hey, good for... I feel like we've we've dipped off on the Johnny Manziel update, watch updates recently. And and it's nice to hear things about Johnny. I don't know. When there's no updates, I assume that means he's doing better. Right. No. Usually, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he clearly hasn't hit his girlfriend or... Wore a disguise in Las Vegas in a little right. while. Subheadline: Johnny sees Tim Tebow's 2017 minor league baseball season and raises him a 2018 Canadian football season. Uh oh, which is clearly clearly an upgrade. Yeah, the yeah. Canadian Football League has approved former NFL quarterback Johnny Manziel for a Woo. 2018 contract. The league announced Thursday. Of course, we all know that Manziel's CFL rights are owned by. The Hamilton Tiger Cats. Because we've done three or four updates on that. (laughs) Who worked him out in September. But the announcement doesn't necessarily mean Manziel will play in the CFL, but the league, after months of background work, has improbably determined that, yeah, let's roll the dice with this guy. Sure. (laughs) Uh, The background work was mostly looking at the huge increase in coverage of a shitty single-A baseball league last year (laughs) and that shitty single-A league's gate receipts. Uh, They actually didn't look into the domestic violence much. It was just that. Yeah, Yeah. there's not a lot of Texas to Ontario tourism. I think maybe they're they're targeting, they're like, hey, hey, folks in Lubbock. Well, I think it's just the idea is that like they're gonna they, hey, he's gonna be a star. The, yeah, most people in North America will be able to name someone in the CFL. <laughs> yeah, that's if a Johnny miracle. Manziel starts to play in the CFL, you'll know a CFL yeah. player. You yeah. Phil me. will know a CFL player. I will. Yeah. I've heard his, this guy's name tons of times. My response to that would be: Is Warren Moon retired? <laughs> uh, okay, so this means the Tiger Cats are on the clock. They have the green light to sign him or trade his rights. They have ten days to make an offer to Manziel or trade his rights. If neither happens by January 7th, Manziel would be a CFL free agent, baby. Whoa, Whoa that's where the big money comes yeah, in, Yeah, right? that's game changer. But I don't think, I don't think the Tiger Cats that are going to let him like a, like a That sounds like a whole season arc for Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi okay. has been reviewing Manziel's eligibility uh, since he informed the Tiger Cats over the summer that he was interested in playing there. This is Manziel. Uh, this uh, Manziel uh, told the Tiger Cats this, presumably at the drunk goading of his entourage. <laughs> yeah, Vinny, you know what? You should tell some Canadian football team that you play Canadian football. Yeah. <laughs> we both made entourage jokes. Yeah, well, it's too easy with Johnny Manziel. Parallel thinking. Uh, 
Uh, following the CFL announcement, the Tiger Cats released a statement thanking uh, the commissioner for his, quote, due diligence, but did not provide an update on their potential interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, per CFL rules, any player signing his first CFL contract must commit for two seasons. So unless uh, released by the team that signs him, Manziel would be bound to the CFL and unable to play in the NFL through the end of 2019. Okay. So that's just just an but update. The that's NFL where we, doesn't want him. Probably yeah. not. Has Pro- someone yeah. taken so him by the it. shoulders and said, "Johnny, are you sure, <laughs> man? You, uh, you can't sign with an NFL team. <laughs> we think of what you're giving up here." Manziel, see, Manziel was not immediately available for comment. It's New Year's Eve, <laughs> the most dope and dopest night of the year, bro. Yeah, yeah. it's not available. Uh, in an interview earlier this month, uh, the commissioner of the CFL said he was impressed after a private discussion with Manzel, but wanted to hear from independent experts as well, such as mustachioed internist Dr. Billy Manzel. <laughs> no relation. Uh, despite, but despite the best uh, independent experts Canada could muster, they're giving Johnny Manzel considerable eligibility conditions. Uh, basically, uh, the CFL has uh, said, okay, we're going to let you in, but there are several conditions you must meet and continue meeting to remain eligible. However, these conditions, while extensive and exacting, remain confidential. Ooh. Ah, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Well, you hear that? You've been challenged, Deadspin. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know the conditions of this Canadian contract. Sure. Oh, yeah. Boy. That's that's some industrial espionage. <laughs> yeah, no punching ladies. All right, now, Joel, I'm going to need you to not be smarmy. And with an eye to Ooh. objectivity, can Ooh. you fact check this statement? Oh, dear. Try to fact check this statement. This is not going to be easy for me. This is from the Hamilton Tiger Cats coach. Who is, they're coached by June Jones. He coached at uh, University of Hawaii and uh, Southern Methodist University. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is what June Jones said. Now, again, try to fact check this statement. Okay. June Jones said, quote, I think he'd be the best player to ever play up here. He can throw it, and he can run it like nobody has ever been able to do. End quote. I'm having a lot of difficulty not being smart. I know, but try. Can you try to try to fact check this statement? Clearly no. Warren Moon. <laughs> I already made that joke. There is absolutely no way in, in it's even remotely possible that Johnny Manziel will be half as good as Warren Moon was. All right. And Warren Moon, did Warren Moon play before he came to the NFL? Or was yeah, he the, was. Okay. But he, I mean, I think he still Before holds, he went to the Oilers. Yeah, he still holds. I want to say he went to the Oilers when he was like 27. He did like three or four years uh, okay. in, in the CFL. I think he still holds like the majority of the passing records, including like career ones. People... Should probably fact check me on that, but all right. Well, I, I'm excited because I think this is going to be like like the Tim Tebow minor league thing, but way more fun. Oh yeah, I think he <laughs> just made Canada a lot more dangerous too. Joining us now on the podcast is Cleveland Browns head coach Hugh Jackson. Hugh, how are you? It's good to have you here. We don't Wolverine. get a lot of NFL coaches. Uh, hey, 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 guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, you sound nervous. But on the surface, uh, you look calm and ready. I, I wouldn't say nervous. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let's. I'll, how about I'll, I'll take the lead in here. Your Cleveland Browns are currently zero and fifteen. They play today. Yep. The prop. Oh, crap! I should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is New Year's Eve right now. You, you play the Steelers, yeah, I'll, and I'll be honest. I couldn't. I'm. I'm not sure I'm going to go to that game. Well, no, the Steelers are resting their starters. I think you might be able to squeak out a win here, but. 
But above all, uh, last, we, we probably won't. Last year you went one and fifteen, and, yep. and and at the end of the season, you told the the pool of Cleveland reporters, you said that if you lost fifteen games again next year, you'd jump into Lake Erie. Yep, uh, boy, and I got to tell you, at the time, I didn't. I thought just by accident we we'd win at least two or three. Most most teams yeah. don't go. One in fifteen. Yeah, it's only happened like five or six times. That's why at the time it was a safe bet. But yeah, to do you it twice lose in a, a safe row. bet. Yeah. So not only did we lose lose that fifteenth game, but God knows one of the worst cold fronts we've seen in a decade sweeps through Cleveland. Yeah, Lake oh, yeah. Erie. Not um. Not not uh, thought of as one of the more uh, picturesque Great oh, Lakes. God, I it's think. disgusting. The right little... now, it's just frozen trash. right? Yeah, frozen sludge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely thinking about trying to go to the Canada side. To do oh, it, that, ah, might, yeah. that might be better. But it's a lake, you know. Everything from Ohio just gets in there and spreads. Yeah, yeah no, it, it diffuses. Does, yeah. Well, it seems like at the very least, I mean, you jump right in, you jump right out, you just you take your licks. And I think you could maybe make it a charity thing, make it a little fun, like, hey, watch the Browns coach come jump in the lake because yeah. he inaccurately predicted he could win two games next year. Yeah, yeah watch this weirdo punish himself. <laughs> I don't know if I want to associate. There's too many too many easy jokes to be made involving the Browns and charity. So, what name one? <laughs> I would oh, love to hear one easy joke. No, you know, I'm like, a sports outsider. You want to talk about charity? How about the Steelers not starting their best player? Oh, okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a charity to go to those games. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, every, oh. every every time I buy season tickets, I'm contributing to my favorite charity. Oh yeah, it's like the Make a Wish Foundation, but more pathetic. Yeah, right? no, you There's don't make wishes. There's nothing pathetic about the Make a Wish Foundation. Sorry, I, what is this hit job? I've gotten, I've gotten I've gotten a bit more cynical. That's okay. That said, I wanted to bring you guys here because I wanted to make some public declarations. I have some New Year's resolutions that All I right. think are just... Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's a new year. Yeah. yeah and, and new year, and I really want to turn things around. That's new okay. year, new hue. Absolutely. New, yeah. So, resolution number one. I'm uh, I'm not going to go on message boards anymore. You know, oh, just of yeah. yeah. any type. Yeah. Because they're mean. They hurt your feelings. Uh, uh, yeah. And even yeah. you might think, you might think, oh, I can... I can go on to like some completely not associated message board, you know. Like here's the thing: I took took up crocheting this okay. last season, right. when it became clear that none of the players really did anything right, whether I yelled at them or not. So I took up crocheting, and guess what? On my crocheting message board, boy, some sick burns, guys. Oh, oh yeah. no! It's about the like... Browns, about your team? Well, both, because it's. I mean, I was doing it anonymously, and I posted a picture of a of a doily that I made. And someone said, wow, that looks worse than the Browns. Wow. Oh. Even, that was... Even the fact they're insulting other crocheters <laughs> well, is yeah. a harsh board. Yeah. And, oh, I guess trolls are everywhere. Yeah, and I, I, got, I got that one coming both ends. It, yeah. Both it was a nasty thing to say about my crocheting, and it incorporated a nasty thing to say about my job. You know, oh, and yeah. I crochet to escape, guys. Right, I yeah. imagine stress yeah. relief. And you don't want the so, Browns coming out of both yeah. ends. <laughs> You, you really, you really don't. So maybe yeah. stay off message boards, so sports no, and otherwise. No more, no more message boards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a good New Year's resolution. I do yeah. want to stay off message boards because they all talk about uh, Star Wars and politics, and I'm done with both of those topics. God, what I wouldn't give for Star Wars and politics. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> those, those sound, those sound like so refreshingly not about my own personal failures. They aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else that you like? So, so no more message boards. I think that's a good because those can be a bets? distraction. Yeah. I feel like you made a bad bet. Are you going to keep betting? Is that part of your? Uh, yeah, I got I got a new bet here. Okay. Oh, oh. you're going for it. Again. All right, I will. 
jump into the Cuyahoga River. No, don't do this. Which is oh. like the more disgusting version of Lake Erie. Oh, okay. If the Browns lose 17 games next year. Not okay. counting the preseason. Okay, that seems okay. fair because you yeah. can't lose 17 games. Oh, okay. Well, no, nope, Jordan, play- we yeah. could go 0-16, make the playoffs. <laughs> then... <laughs> I think that's highly unlikely. I think it's. I think you're not gonna. I think this is okay. a very safe bet. I thought it was highly unlikely that we'd we'd lose 15 games two years in a row. So sure. you know what? You know what? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and and maybe move the bar just a little bit for that's this next fair. season. Okay. Well, it sounds it's it's at least good that you at least now you're making bets. You're sure you can win. That's at least positive. I, I'm somewhat confident that I'm going to win. Okay. God that's knows good. if it's possible to lose 17 non preseason games in a season. We we may figure out how next year. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what. I heard but... that that's like Cleveland's new city slogan. <laughs> if there's a way to lose 17 yeah. games. Finding, we'll find it. Finding new ways to be bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, another one though. I'm uh, I'm planning on spending more time with my wife. Oh, that's nice. That's a, yeah. see. I think more time with family is a great. New Carol resolution. is a lovely woman. She's remained remarkably supportive through all of this. Mm. Unfortunately, I can't say that it's not more time with the family because my children are teenagers. And God, if anything, they're worse. Do you oh, remember man. how mean middle schoolers are? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They can be terrible. They can oh, be really mean. I come home to that every day. So I am getting paid a lot by the Browns. I bought a second home where the kids are just going to stay. Okay. So that I... I will have once again like like a sanctuary. So that your kids aren't like you're a loser. Your teams are full of losers. You lose all the time. You're yep. losing on behalf of our state and city. I mean, the, the, I mean, you got to think. I mean, I know that's hard on you, but imagine these kids who have contributed in no way to this colossal failure are probably being mocked by kids at school. So yeah. it's only fair yeah. that maybe they take uh, it out it's like on the you. Kid that played Anakin the source in of their pain. One who had to go into mental treatment because yeah. everyone is so hard here's, on him about how bad it. Here's the thing, was. Jordan. I don't. I don't. I don't need you to tell me that. <laughs> the, the kids bring it up a lot. Okay. You know yeah. what? I got another resolution. Yep. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on podcasts. Oh, are we making you feel bad? I'm sorry, Hugh. Yeah, why I don't up, mean to make you feel bad. I mean, you know, well, you brought up how mean my kids are. Well, you brought up your kids. Fairness. <laughs> well, I know I mentioned my kids, but then I feel like you guys just sort of took that ball and ran with it, and I don't. Well, guess, it seems like it seems like they have it tough, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it seems like they've done nothing wrong, and they're in a terrible situation. And frankly, if we can take a ball and run with it, we're we're, we're the only yeah. people in your life that know how to do that. <laughs> That's uh, which is good. Yeah, you really, yeah. You really, really managed to work that in there, I didn't did, you? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you, so you, you know what? It felt apropos. This is this situation. is my last podcast for 2018. You know what? You'll probably be healthier that way. It's yeah, no, I think I think that's gonna be. Sorry, we didn't mean to. It's gonna that. be important, uh, you know. And yeah, I'm just gonna try and focus on uh, on on the positive things in my life, and not and maybe may, may, sorry, maybe getting a quarterback. I uh, I think that's uh, another resolution. Not gonna talk about football so much oh. when I'm not when I'm not at the facility. You know, I'm turning the switch off. Don't bring it home with you, <laughs> not, sort of not thing. Not going to bring it home. So it with sounds me. like it's spend more time with your wife, ignore your children, not go on podcasts, and not talk about football. Yeah. Also, yeah, spend less time at the office. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Hey, no one ever said I wish I would have spent more time at the office. Except you for know, the people well, who got fired from the office. <laughs> I'll bet you. I'll bet you, Bill Belichick. He probably well, says that. No, that seems true. like he likes his time at the office. Yeah, he's yeah. a different but, breed, though. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's another thing. Not comparing myself to Bill Belichick 
ever at all. Oh, I think that's a very healthy yeah. idea. Uh, how yeah. many times did Bill Belichick lose? Not not that well, much. Well, I mean, in Cleveland, when he was there, people seem to forget he lost a lot. You know? Right. All yeah. I hear now is is Patriots and good and winning. And it's like, hey, you know, maybe maybe when he was trapped in this morass, we should focus on that a little bit more. Yeah, he's probably not lost. Uh, he's probably like you lost 30 games the past two years. I imagine you have to go back at least five years oh, for yeah. Belichick to have lost 30. Games. I'm also uh, sorry. I'm adding, I added a new one. Not counting losses. Just yes. not even going to focus on the wins. Yeah, we, 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 we used to have a thing where we put the record up in the locker room. Mm-hmm. We're 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 not doing that. And here's the thing: we're so, not we're not putting up wins either, because then you know people do the math in their head. They'll be like, "We've played how many games, and there's this many wins. Uh, Too easy." So you know what? Yeah. Uh, we're just we're gonna play like we're not keeping score. Ah, uh, dance like no one's watching. Exactly. Right? There we go. Yeah. So we're just gonna go out and we're gonna we're gonna play football. And I guess if the NFL wants to keep track of things like yards allowed and the points yeah. allowed. Yeah. They can go ahead and do that, but you know what? We're not going to let that change our mission, which is just to feel better about ourselves. It's been it's been a rough couple of years, guys. And yeah. I, I um, no, you've lost a lot. Uh, yeah, but not yeah. personally. I mean, except for I mean, it sounds like everything's bad except yeah, for except your for wife. my relationship yeah. with my children. Everything else is about not doing things that hurt your feelings, except yeah. for the wife thing. So yeah, and she's she's done an admirable job. Not making fun of me more because it's you know when you lose the respect of your children and oh, need yeah. to move them into a different house that's right. not easy on a marriage well you know your wife hasn't left you yet so that's good emphasis on yet yeah it's a lot of losses yeah well hey thanks a lot hugh it was great having you on mm-hmm. and uh best of luck in 2018 yeah don't go on any more podcasts not going to all right <laughs> And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world weird sports. What do we got this week? Last one of 2017, <gasps> or I mean, technically the first one of 2018, right? No, it's posting today. I mean, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh yeah. This is this week's <laughs> podcast. Joe. I've been in a first first of 2018 mindset this entire time. Nah. Also, yeah, all, all the days are screwy when you're approaching the holidays. And in fairness, people don't listen to it the second it comes out. I forgot to enter my bet NFL pickums, guys. Uh, that Ooh. might cost me upwards of like three or four hundred dollars. I was oh. I was battling for a top three spot, and now now it looks like that's not going to happen. This is very interesting, but off topic. <laughs> this week's Wild World Weird Sport: the best end zone celebration of 2017. Ooh. Because there's been a lot of good ones. We asked 151 players to pick their favorite touchdown celebration of the season. Clear the people who wrote this article did that. Yeah, we did not conduct any research. Oh, right. This is this is from Espen.com. Here are the top four vote getters, and this is awesome because this is the first year the NFL said, "All right, you can celebrate." Right. Go have fun. Don't yeah. like hump a goalpost. Welcome, but, you know. welcome to 2017. NFL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you guys danced and were happy, that wouldn't be such a big hit in the brand. Yeah. Go dance, figure. Dancing is a good thing. Yeah. There should be more dancing. Again, it took until 2017 yeah. for 
Oh, even, because uh, John Lithgow from Footloose was right, running exactly. the league from, from before that. Even the world's most curmudgeonly human, me, yeah. was sort of like, you should probably let him dance. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like it, and but I don't terrible at dancing. No, yeah. You're a very I don't like, rigid I, dancer. I dislike You're dancing all almost shoulders in and arms when you dance. Yeah, because it, it comes very not naturally to me. Yeah. And yet, I was like, hey, why don't you let him do it? Yeah. Also, because I think less dancing, more like... Little comedy routines, oh, little yeah. plays that they're well, doing. It's yeah, this mime, year it's, it's, silent it's, theater. it's been like skits. Yeah, right. like, yeah. yeah, and that I can definitely get behind. All right, number four with thirty-five votes or twenty-three percent of the vote. Vikings with Duck Duck Goose, also uh, known as Gray Duck. That's uh, that's pretty great. Yeah, they all sit uh, sit around in a circle. Uh, so listen to the Vikings. Oh wait, this is uh, a video. We're not going to play it. So. Uh, so uh, no, they watch it and describe what's happening. Yep. Upon catching the second touchdown of the season, oh, eight of Rudolph's teammates sit in a circle in the end zone as the tight end strikes up a good old-fashioned game of duck, duck, goose, mm-hmm. or is it duck, duck, gray duck? I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't I've that never either. heard of that. Is that like a northern, is that like a Minnesota it thing? A thing? It must be a thing. Rudolph <laughs> yeah. came up with the idea in the huddle during the play before the Vikings scored. What was he going Hey, guys, if I score a touchdown, can we do the Duck Duck Goose celebration yeah. we practice? Is this uh, what yeah. they're doing in the huddle now? Because yeah. that, I would have assumed it was before the game. Yeah. That seems like an awful change. Oh, here's an explanation. Apparently in Minnesota, they call it Duck Duck Gray Duck. Oh. That's just what they call Duck Duck Goose. Wow, that's... Wow, fucking Minnesota. That's odd. Way, yeah. to, way to take the world's simplest game and make it confusing in a totally unnecessary I don't like way. to tell people that they're, that they're wrong because, the you know, <laughs> but, like, you're wrong, Minnesota. Yeah, you're you're like, wrong. You, you should just do what everyone else does and call it right. Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah. I should Call it Duck, Duck, Canadian Goose. Right, exactly. <laughs> duck, local. Duck, Geese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I was wrong. That was actually came in first place. They're counting oh. backwards on this article. Oh, okay. Uh, so second with 19 votes or 13% of the vote, Steelers hide and seek. Oh, that oh. sounds wonderful. Yeah. Did he hide like behind the goalpost? Uh, well, here's how it happened. A few hours before kickoff of week seven against the Bengals, Bell and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster were talking casually about celebrations and kicked around the idea of a game of hide and seek. They discussed roles, but... Quote, we didn't practice anything. It was just spur of the moment, Bell said. So when Simon, or when Simon, when Smith Schuster, I got ahead of myself, went to the middle for an untouched 31-yard touchdown, uh, Smith Schuster waited patiently for Bell, who saw Smith Schuster cover his eyes before running uh, to the goalpost to hide behind it. Smith Schuster did his part playing dumb until spotting Bell and chasing after him. That's amazing. Yeah. Bell says the Steelers and should get extra credit. I like the spontaneity of it. As a fan of improv, I think, you know, yeah. we should we should allow the moments of discovery to happen when see, the but you, but See, here's the thing. But you don't get the choreographed beauty of a game of Duck, Duck, Goose out of those improv yeah, right, moments. Exactly. I'm just it's, saying. It's like a classical music jazz situation that <laughs> yeah. we're dealing with And I don't love that he wasn't playing to the height of his intelligence. Yeah. Like, he clearly <laughs> saw yeah, him. He clearly saw so him. So they could have done a little it better improv. It would have been better if he had done a better job yeah. of hiding. Where are your characters just... like a thin veil, Steelers? <laughs> Ugh. All right, coming in third with 18 votes or 12% of the votes, Chiefs potato sack race. That sounds delightful. I actually, yeah. like, I've seen the first two that you mentioned. 
I've, I've not seen this one. Well, how it so happened. I can, I can imagine. Yeah. The Chiefs had taken the lead in the third quarter uh, over the Cowboys in Dallas in week nine on Travis Kelsey's two-yard touchdown catch from Alex Smith. Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Demarcus Robinson lined up in sprinter stances along the end zone, end zone sideline and motioned for Smith to join them which he reluctantly did. (laughs) Fine, I'll do this stupid idiot thing we planned before. Come on, it'll be funny. We we talked about this at practice. Yeah, we could win. Good on them to invite the quarterback. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They then mimicked a group of children doing a potato sack race as they hopped towards the center of the end zone. By prior agreement, the player who scored the touchdown was allowed to win the race. So Kels finished first. <laughs> Unfortunately for wide receiver Albert Wilson, he didn't get to participate in the celebration that was originally his idea. Oh. Yeah, he was injured and watching the game on TV going, they're stealing my bit. They stole my joke. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, I feel like Alex Smith running was still probably slower than any of those guys doing their potato sack. Yeah, it's true. On uh, coming in fourth with 14 votes or 9% of the votes, the Eagles electric slide. Oh, well, that's sort of a gimmick. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it doesn't feel that great. Yeah. Everybody knows the electric slide. We've seen it. Not... I mean, you, I guess you normally see it at weddings if you don't who, only go to weddings with white people. Who is who is like still excited when that song comes on at a wedding? Nobody, because no one's actually. You know what I mean? Like that's not a. I mean, I, actually, I imagine maybe 15 years ago that was a run to the dance floor song. Yeah, maybe 15, yeah. 20 years. I don't know. It's then, been so like, long. I don't know though. Shout not has not got the in longevity. like dance clubs though. It's like when you go to a like if you're drinking at Applebee's. But again, sure. is this is this potentially I'm about it at weddings? Is oh, this potentially weddings, yeah. a cultural thing? Do we just? All have friends who don't like the electric slide, but it might be more popular in no, like the lame south. Lame people or something. love the electric slide. Like lame people love the Macarena. They're like, I know how to do this. Let's all do it together. Oh, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know how to do the electric. So how did the, the Macarena not make this list? To- I gotta, I gotta imagine foot- football players did the Macarena this. Well, year. that might have yeah. been voted on, but this one uh, honorable mention. The big deal <laughs> about the electric slide. The, I will skip the rest of the articles because you get it. They they did it twice. So oh. they did it during one touchdown dance, then they did it during another touchdown dance. So about, it's just like their thing. I mean, what about the Yankee Shuffle? I feel or like the Super Bowl Shuffle. <laughs> Why don't the Bears do the Super Bowl Shuffle? Well, yeah, the Super Bowl Shuffle, and a lot of people don't talk about this as a dance. Not good. Yeah, yeah, it's just no. them like stepping side to side, right? But uh, Denny Breitberg was very proud of it. So yeah, so uh, as choreography goes, though, it's it's pretty lame. And that'll bring an end to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, can't be another Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings a close to another sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we wrap the book on 2017, let's have Hugh Jackson come in and give you our contact information. Okay. Uh, if you want to go on Twitter, which I don't, don't advise. I love Twitter. Go on. Don't. Oh, man. I mean, just don't. But it's great for like it's, commenting and critiquing. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, that's don't don't go on Twitter. But if you must, you can find us at Sports the Number Three Podcast at Sports the Number Three Podcast. Yeah, that's the the Twitter handle for the the podcast. Leave a comment about the Browns. But I'm yeah. not I'm not going on social media or podcasts anymore. So that's right. that's out. Well, so then I, what's our Facebook? <laughs> Facebook would be uh, I think Facebook.com slash Sports the Number Three Podcast yeah. is what I read. But again. Uh, Facebook not as bad as Twitter. 
Oh, sure. But, but still. You can share articles about how sports teams are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Or pictures or, of kids and like little can, babies in sports yeah. outfits. Or you and, can yeah. post, uh, post a picture of something totally unrelated to sports and have a whole bunch of people comment on it uh, in, in ways that involve sports. I guess if you want. Seems totally tangential, yeah. but then there it is. And you're like, wow, I was hoping for an escape from that. But sure. Thanks. And then finally, if uh, you want to go to soundcloud.com. Uh, uh, sports the number three podcast again soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast you can see all the back episodes of this I gotta say guys I listened to some of them you've been a little mean to the Browns well they're not a great team historically and, and been... the city of Cleveland oh yeah oh yeah we kind of, let's do a little bit of a punching bag for us yeah yeah and it's cold. I, I, I gotta say you know a lot of people don't realize what it's like to be a punching bag but it's sad hey I thanks believe... Hugh yeah thanks <laughs> Hey guys! Hey Joel. Joel! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everyone! Happy New Year! You better be close to me when the ball drops. <laughs> Lights off! You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com. <laughs>